Hi everyone, I'm Daft Prodigy. I play all of the party members here on To Have and To Roll. Welcome to Session 1, Lambs Lambs. If you're new here and want some introduction to the characters and setting, go check out Session 0, Haunted Fortunes, which was released a little earlier. Before we get started with the game, we have some shout-outs to the people who have helped make life better for us as we roll out this show. Thanks to Tyler Strand for the beautiful character art we're getting up on our Tumblr, to haventoroll.tumblr.com. Both the full portraits of the party and the chibis are amazing. Also a shout-out to DarthMall28 on Reddit, whose Pathfinder character auto-sheets have saved us so much time and work across many games, including this one. And to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech for providing royalty-free music that we and so many others use, including the arrangement of Dance Macabre we've been using for our intro and outro. We're also using Sirenscape for background pads and sound effects, especially the sound pack they have made specifically for Curse of the Crimson Throne. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. They're not a sponsor, just a really great tool. And now that we've scared away the weak-willed with a long announcement section, let's get back into Curse of the Crimson Throne. You have made your way down the street. Uh, and we had our nice little hero shot of you guys walking down the street. Yep. Uh, singing do a diddy diddy dum diddy do. <laughs> um, and you look good. We look good. You look fine. We look fine. Look good. Look fine. And I nearly lost my mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, and now you have arrived. You're not. So, so you West Pier 17 is in sight, I would say. Yes. You, you are. I've placed you guys on the map, like right next to it. Yeah. But that's just sort of for the reference of being able to see the front door. Understood. Because for where you are, you can see the front door. And there's this nice little dirt road that comes off the, the major cobblestone area. Um, it seems that this that this uh that this place is kind of uh it's kind of disused to put it mildly. <laughs> Abandoned. Uh, this old fishery is a creaking, decrepit building. Yet it remains solid. Uh, let me go to the front door. The reek of brine and the stink of weak dead fish hang thickly in the air here. The old double doors in the side of this weathered building are tightly closed, with a drooping signpost hanging above. The sign it once displayed is long gone, leaving behind only a single short length of rusted chain. <laughs> it would appear through some windows that you can see lights um, as it's starting to get sort of late into the evening. There are still lights on, though. Lenore speaks up upon uh, getting close to the uh, sort of disused looking building. Actually, I, I should ask. Do you wait for nightfall, or you do you want to go during the day? Um, it would have been during the day when you left. I, I sort of assume that you're going during the night. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I imagine you know it. It took some time. I I sort of pictured us having the conversation with Zalara uh, around dinner. Ah, yeah. Uh, because she offered us food. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and then, you know, it takes a little while to walk over here. Uh, and, you know, maybe people went home to get stuff uh, to prep. Um, so as, as they get within sight of the building, Lenore speaks up. Well, this doesn't look ominous or anything. Damien sort of looks at her a little nervously. I mean, it, it does look kind of ominous, though. Kid, I was being sarcastic. Obviously, this looks dangerous. Mm-hmm. Now, what is it that you can do again? Damien pulls out his cards and uh, a throwing blade called a chakram. Uh, and um, chakram? Chakram? I don't know. And uh, says, well, uh, I mean, I'm not the best at fighting up close, but I am pretty good at throwing things and making them magic and throwing them. And uh, I can cast spells. Yes, I can cast spells. That is actually what I have been studying to do. Yes, I can cast spells. <laughs> um, Eleanor sort of nods at that and looks at Unia. And uh, do you are you a fighter of some sort? That uh, that scar looks pretty gnarly. Do not speak about my scar, please. Ooh, uh, a little sensitive about it, huh? Uh, sorry, sorry that uh, I. Yeah, Lenore, Lenore says, well, I mean, it has a certain aesthetic to it, don't you think? It's you know, kind of badass, intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unia looks a little mollified at that. It merely bothers me because it is a wound I seem incapable of healing. I am a cleric. Oh, uh, Lenore looks a little surprised. You're, you're a cleric? Cleric of what? Unia sort of closes off a little bit. The last time I told someone who I served, they laughed at me. I do not wish to encounter that kind of reaction again. Ooh. Uh, Lenore sort of puts her hands up. All right, all right. It's not a big deal. Just, you know, if any of us get hurt, gonna be looking to you for healing, all right? Damien sort of rubs the back of his neck awkwardly. I'm, you know, I'm really glad that somebody here has some experience in, like, fighting and things like that, because otherwise I don't really know what we'd be doing. Sort of mid-sentence, somebody drops off of the, uh, the roof of a nearby building. Uh, and... Uh, Lenore whips around, pulling out her fauchard, uh, and points it in the direction of this person. This person, very slight, small, feminine form, d dressed in dark clothing, uh, with a, a cowl and a mask on her face, and some, uh, ornamental seashells and mother-of-pearl accents, uh, holds her hands up in the air. Hey, easy, easy. I'm here to help. <laughs> Lenore doesn't put down the fauxshard. And you are? I'm Siren. I am the friend that Ophelia said was coming here to help you. Oh, really? Damien sort of recognizing that this is not, uh, the tenseness is not going away upon Siren's explanation, uh, <laughs> sort of steps in between the two of them 
and y yes, yes, uh, yeah, uh, this is, this is Siren. I, I know Siren. This is the person that Ophelia said was going to help us. Um, did please, please don't, don't stab the new friend slash ally. She can help, I promise. <laughs> uh, mm. And how is how is uh how is how is uh Siren equipped? Uh Siren has a big old honkin dueling sword uh strapped to her hip uh and looks to have some studded leather armor and a buckler. I have a I have a wonderful map with which uh Daft can see um like line of sight and all these kind of things. Uh obviously this doesn't really matter for recording purposes, but um you know, it, it provides like a nice little visual thing so that Daft can interact with the map a little bit better. Uh, but I just realized that there was nothing dividing the top level of the map from the bottom level of the map. <laughs> so I fixed that now. I was sort of wondering what that other building was over there. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna we're just gonna take this and we're gonna hide. Yeah. Um, so another interesting visual thing on the side of the role playing aspect of things is as the sun is going down and things are getting darker, um, the uh, other members of the party notice that there are some uh, very faint uh, rainbow lights flickering across Lenore's skin. Oh, that's interesting. It's pretty, um, but it's not usual. Just flickering how? Um, you know, just like. You know when you have like so like a uh, like um some little prisms hanging on Ooh, like strings yeah. and they're catching the light and sort of scattering rainbows across things. It's sort of like that. That's cute. Um, you know, not you know, it's maybe like it's a cloudy day or something, and like the the little rainbows aren't very intense, but you know they're there and they're sort of like they're like there. as the as the prisms sway and you know whatever ambient breeze or uh, shaking of the the floor or something is moving them around. They're sort of drifting back and forth across her skin, um, and mm. as and also as it gets darker. Uh, Damien is gonna look around and go. Uh, and any any of you need a light? Um, I I just realized like uh, if you're all uh, humans, I I probably am the only person who can see in the dark. And uh, uh, and uh, Unia holds up their hand. I have no need of your magic to see in the dark. I have been blessed by my God. All right, all right. That's cool. That's cool. That's that's neat. Neat. My that's, God. That's that's neat. Neat. Um. Uh. And Lenore goes, yeah. Uh, not exactly human, kid. So, uh, I can see in the dark as well. Uh, I I'm not quite sure why. I've always been a little odd. Um. And uh, Siren, uh, sort of holds up her hand. Uh, well, you know, if it's if it's gonna get too dark in there, might need some help. But as long as it doesn't get too dark in there, I should be okay. It looks like there are lights on. Has anybody seen you? And this is where everybody rolls a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so I'm gonna roll four times. Well, you you I would say I would say you're far enough away that you don't need to roll stealth checks yet, but you okay. will if you need if you get closer. Oh. And this is where this becomes relevant. Uh, did you find out what moon phase it is? March 19th. It is a waxing gibbous. All right. Waxing gibbous. Uh, so I believe during and after the first quarter of a lunar phase, 
but before the end of the last quarter, the bonus is plus two. During the full moon, this bonus increases to plus four. So currently, a plus two. Uh, Ophelia has a plus two to stealth. You know what I love in, about Pathfinder? Just really complicated mechanics. Yeah. It's the best. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I will say this has, this has uh, some resonant meaning. No, I like it. It's cool. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to put a marker on uh, Ophelia's uh, token that just has a uh, uh, a two on a ninja mask. So I remember she has a plus two bonus to stealth. Great. Okay. Um, All right. So. So. Let me, let me give you like a little bit more of a tactical rundown of the look of this place. Yeah. From the road, you can clearly see, um, you know, the building's very disused. It seems that it's been... It, it, it has the look of an abandoned building, even though the lights are on right now. Um, you can see a front door uh, that looks... It's a set of double doors. And around to one side, you can see what appears to be some sort of boardwalk of some kind. Um, this this map that we have here uh, is one of the wonderful things of... Paizo things where uh, it's a map that's not oriented with north at the top of the map. So maybe maybe instead of cardinal directions, we should just call them up, down, left, and right? Eh, we can. To the up. <laughs> to, the, to the up of you. <laughs> so you would be able to see this side alley here. Yeah. A set of, there are some windows along there. Oh. Um, there is a door, nice sturdy looking door. Um, maybe not so sturdy looking. <laughs> um... Let's and go right in the front door. They'll not be expecting that. There's a side door over here that I believe you would be able to see from where you are. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you want to keep looking around the outside of the building, you can. All right. Um, you want to case the joint? You want to go in? I, Every, I, from this point, it's all up to you. I want to send... Uh, what is... I want to see if I can send Siren around to... At least around the right side of the building to uh, have a look in the windows and see if there is anything, if, you know, if there's any, any obvious place that we could like sneak in. Like, so I'm actually going to have uh, Siren roll a stealth check here. And also yeah, yeah. what what I'm going to try to do is when Ophelia is in her social identity, I'll call her Ophelia. And when she's in her vigilante identity, I'll call her Siren. Um, okay. So 1d20 plus nine. Uh, okay. Uh, 19. Uh, and Ophelia is going to try to sneak. Uh, Siren is going to pop her head up uh, and look through the window into this, what looks like a bedroom. Yep. So looking through this window here, uh, you see uh, a pair of bunk beds uh, against the wall here uh, on either side of a... Uh, you actually, um, actually, this window is kind of boarded over. Uh, but not so much that you wouldn't be able to, like, peek into it. There is a candle, I believe. It's going to be difficult uh, to break through. Yeah. Though. There's, like, a candle sitting on a sitting on a table that's sort of illuminating the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to... Uh, Siren is going to sneak along. I'm going to make a perception check on this door to see if it's trapped and if it is, uh, right. and, and if it is locked. As you're moving along, because you're moving quite slowly, this isn't a big issue. However, the boards are quite slippery, and you get the feeling that if you move fast, you might be in danger of falling. Okay, good to know. And these boards are quite rickety. 
Um, actually, let me describe it. A slippery boardwalk clings to the side of the fishery, held together by barnacle-encrusted pile, uh, pilings that have had half of their thickness worn away below the waterline, 12 feet below. Oh, yeah. that is that is farther below than I thought the waterline would it's be. It's quite low. Is it low tide? Or is um, this something that just happens? It's just sort of how it is right now. All right. Uh, all right. All right. So up ahead, you will see there is a door. I will go, uh, Siren will go up and check the door for traps and see if it is locked. Uh, so perception, have a plus three to perception. Eight. (laughs) You don't detect any traps and, uh, the door is definitely locked. You sort of, you sort of gently turn the knob, uh, to the point where you can feel it hold in position. Okay, okay. Definitely locked. Okay. Okay, I, I'm I'm kind of seeing somebody through this window here. Uh, I'm getting a little sliver, yep. and it looks like there's somebody see, there. You can see what appears to be a uh, half-orc. Okay. Uh, who, is, who is walking in sort of a leisurely pace along this... This board, he, this boardwalk, uh, here, it's on the same level as you. Uh huh. It's like sort of a catwalk, uh, yeah. over top of a larger area. All right. And you can see through the window this guy who seems to be patrolling. Uh huh. He is swinging a rather nasty-looking flail in his hand. He has a bow strung over his back, a a bandana tied around his head, and you can see that through the window, you can see he appears to be shouting something at someone below. Okay. Um, Can I hear what he's shouting? What was your perception? Okay, my perception to check the door was eight. Okay, yeah, roll perception again, just for... To to listen. I'll generally run with the same perception for an area. Okay. Um... But because you were checking a door specifically, I will I, I will allow another one. Well, that wasn't yeah, any better. Yeah, it's hard to tell. The windows, like, d- despite this place being kind of dilapidated, um, it is still fairly thick wood. This place was built to last, even if it hasn't lasted up to now. <laughs> um, but it's it's holding together just well enough that you can't quite make out what the guy's saying. That's fine. That's fine. You can sort of get the muffled like. <laughs> okay, Ophelia is going to abandon the plan of looking in the windows right next to this fellow. I'm just going to continue on down this. And way. is going to head back to the rest of the party slowly. Okay. So you abandon your plan at that point? Yes. And I will head back uh, to everyone. Your uh, your lovely awaiting party. Uh, yes, yes. Uh my one friend and two scary strangers. Um, <laughs> one more scary than the other. <laughs> Which one? Which one? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, so Ophelia will share what she has seen um, and suggest that they head in or that they try to head in through this locked door rather than the front door. Uh but also that they should be prepared for combat probably mm. as soon as they open the door. Mm-hmm. You want to go through the side door? Yeah. Okay. She also informs them of the slippery 
uh, the slippery boards. Uh, gonna get into some sort of marching order here. So Siren, Lenore, Unia, Damien. Okay. I'm being really bad at keeping uh, my the terms with which I refer to my vigilante character straight. Hopefully I will get better at that as we go on in the game. Okay. okay. Uh, so everybody's gonna make stealth checks. Um, yeah. Hey, that's not bad. Okay, Unia's stealth is oh, oh sweetheart. I forgot they have they have they have a chain coat on. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, oh, plus two when benefiting from concealment due to dim light or darkness. Would you say it's dim light out here? Dim light now. It's kind okay. of twilight. Okay. So plus two. Uh, so that's just a minus one. So Unia has a 10. Jingle, 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 jingle. Damien has a 13. Lenore has a... Uh, she also has a minus two, er, because she has armor on. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Uh, but what did she roll again? Lenore has a 12. And uh, Siren has a 25. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> Who's got the lowest? Uh, that would be Unia with a 10. The cleric says clank, 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 clank. It's almost like, a, it's almost like uh, Ophelia's the, uh, the stealthy one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unia has a 10, and Damien has a 13. Siren will be a little bit ahead of everyone else, uh, and everybody is just going to sneak and slowly, gingerly step across the grimy boards until they get about here. And then Ophelia is going to do a disabled device check with her Masterwork Thieves tools. Excellent. Uh, sorry. Regular Thieves tools. <laughs> uh, I was about to say, that sounds pretty expensive. Yeah, no. Uh, regular Thieves tools. All right. Uh, and what do I have on disabled device right now? Okay. I have a, a plus six modifier. Okay. <laughs> okay. So All right. Your disabled device. Plus six. Welp. Nine. Yeah. You. All right. So so with a failure by that much. Oh no. You have tried. You have broken your thieves' tools in the lock. No. Ugh. And there is a clack. Hello there. Someone at the door. Tried. Cried, 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 cried. Um, if you are here about business, I suggest using the front door. Oh, no. Do we recognize the voice? Um, no. Okay. I wouldn't say that you guys recognize this voice. Okay. Um, uh. and you hear footsteps. Oh, cried, cried, cried. Uh, uh, and back, you, back up, back up, back up. You hear... A deadbolt opening. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. All right. Um, and the door opens. Back up. Boop. Man steps out onto the platform. Uh, he, all right, he looks right. He looks left. Clank, 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 clank. Sneaking about will get you nowhere if you're here on business. Please, come in. If not, run. 
and you watch as this as this man starts to slowly move down the the uh the boards. It doesn't seem that he saw you, but he definitely heard you guys moving. Okay. And so he's going this way now. All right. He, uh, anybody that can see him around the corner would note that he has produced a sort of twisted looking wand. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Um, uh, okay. So, um, Ophelia is going to wait around the corner and prepare to stab. Um, uh, Lenore is going. Where are you guys standing? By the uh, way. Oh, okay. I'll I'll get us in position. Yeah, because otherwise he would see you there. Yeah. So like this, um, uh, Ophelia is going to prepare to stab. Um, Lenore is, Lenore out. has her faux shard out. Uh, that has reach, so she can also stab. Yuya and Damien are going to be standing back a little bit. So he walks to here. I don't know if you can see that from where I, you're standing. I cannot. Well, you, you can hear his footsteps stop about 10 feet away from the corner. I know you're there. Don't make me get hook shanks on you. Can I, can I see, can I like throw a rock, uh, like in this direction? Sure. To see if he, that we can make him think that he, that we ran off this way. Sure. Uh, is that a bluff check? Well, no, it's just going to be, there's a rock thrown. Okay. Um, I would need probably a sleight of hand to to toss it in such a way that he wouldn't notice. Otherwise, he's just going to see a rock fly through his field of vision. Okay, um, all right. Uh, Ophelia has a plus six to sleight of hand. So Siren is going to throw a rock. Please, dice gods. Let me roll higher than a five. And though, and and she prayed. Oh my God! Did I pray? I rolled an eleven. All right. So, <clears throat> you hear a knock on the on the wall. Let us not play these silly games. Uh. We wouldn't want you to get hurt now, would we? Hush. Creak. You see, poking around the corner, a wand. I want to take and, a five-foot step and stab. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll for initiative first. All right. <laughs> All right. Ooh, man, I'm doing really well. Oh, gosh. Right. So, Yunia uh, has a 10. Damien has a 22. Uh, What's Yunia's mod for, uh... Zero. Uh, Ophelia, wait, what's Ophelia? Uh, Ophelia's got... <laughs> oh, a nine. <laughs> nine point, oh, uh, what? Uh, oh, four, oh, 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 eight, oh, four? Her, her, her modifier. additional modifier is four. Okay. Damien? Damien's got a 22. Uh, his initial modifier is a three. Damien's gonna go first. Oh, thank God. Um... And Lenore uh, has a... She also has a plus three to initiative. She has an 11.03. All right, here we go. Damien, what would you like to do? Damien would like to run out here and uh, cast color spray. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Let me tell you what this guy looks like uh, as you get out here. 
Uh, actually, I have some art for you, and I will describe it for our listening pleasure. Dude. This guy, uh, played by, of course, Timothy Spall. <laughs> of course. Fog around the tip of his wand. Oh. And what appears to be acid sort of pooling at the tip and dripping out. Ew. <laughs> um, he is dressed in fine clothing with um <clears throat> with rather rather lavishly adorned weaponry and a nice clasp. Um, but uh actually anybody got a good knowledge local? Uh, or a knowledge history. Yeah, even? Uh, Damien has a pretty good knowledge local. Sure, That's roll a, that for me. All right. Just looking at him? Yep. Ah, oh, for Pete's sake. 14. Yeah, it seems like pretty nice clothes. Uh, um, your your best, best, guess would be, best guess would be these are decent clothes. Um, but yeah. He, he seems to be, he seems to be dressed in a way that, uh, he clearly puts a lot of work into his appearance. He's uh, fastidious, you might say. Um, and let's see what it'll do for him. You're rolling color spray? Yep, that is a DC 15 will save. All right, let's give him a save. Please roll badly. Fail. All right, so if he has um, two hit dice or less, he is unconscious, blinded, and stunned for 2d4 rounds. Uh, if, uh, he has three or four hit dice, he's blinded and stunned for 1d4 rounds. If he has five or more hit dice, he's stunned for one round. Uh, roll me a one, roll me your 1d4. All right. Three rounds. He is, uh, blinded and stunned for three rounds, then stunned for one round. Wait, that's if he's what? That's if he's three or four hit dice. Let's get our conditions. So he's blinded and stunned. Yeah, so basically what happens is... Um, Damien runs out and pulls out a brightly colored fortune teller's card uh, and it seems like he blows the paint off of it and it turns into this cone oh. of, of scintillating colors that hit uh, this gentleman and uh, blind and stun him. And as the colors hit the sky, he just, ah, oh, blast! Oh, dear gods! And uh, you sort of see him stagger against the wall and like lean. Oh, by the gods, what is this? <laughs> uh, and he is going to roll to use his wand. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so as this, as this, as these colors like hit his face, he he staggers against a wall and just wildly flails with the wand, going you. Bastard! Ugh. And you see, like, like just like bits of acid, like fly off and just and just land on the ground. But it's just like drops. And then he goes, "Ah, Gadren, Gadren!" And he, and he sort of runs back this way. Does he slip on the slippery floorboards? Uh, he is no, blinded. Because he's only using one. Oh, he is blinded. I'm gonna roll it. If you run more than half your movement it's, and you're blinded, you have to make an acrobatics check or fall prone. Oh shit! What's the DC of that? Uh, DC ten, I think. Uh, let me check. Yeah, it's a DC ten acrobatics check to move faster than half speed. Uh, so. Okay, so he, so he manages to run back toward the door, and he's going to go in there, 
And he can't also close the door behind him. <laughs> but he runs, and you hear, you hear, um, you hear him just shouting, Gadrin! Gadrin intruders! Dun 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 Damian dun. Damien mutters, technically, we haven't gone in yet, so we're not intruders yet. What would you like to do next? Okay. Lenore. Uh, Lenore looks at everyone. Okay, are we doing this? Everyone nods. I have fast movement. So I can move 40 feet. Oh boy. Uh, you need chase? I'm going to give chase. I, and I, I can't make this a charge because no. uh, he's not directly in front of me. Also, charging on the... And you also, uh, you also moved uh, in a different direction. Yes. No, that's fair. Okay. Uh, so I will just uh, try to do a stabby stab uh, okay. or a slicey slice. A slicey slice with my faux shard. Uh, well, first I will rage. Oh, fucking boy. Oh, man, his AC's low now. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it fits with how I've been fighting recently, so... And as as Lenore is running, the, uh, the scintillating subtle rainbows on her skin get brighter and almost garish in their brightness. They just start flickering and... And sort of coruscating wildly across her skin. Oh, um, that's a nice word there, coruscating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good word. Good word. Um, and I am going to attack with the faux shard. So I have a plus six to attack. I am going to make a nice little slashy slash. Oh, c- come on, nine. Um, that's still gonna be enough to hit him. Thank now. goodness. Um, because his AC is now. <laughs> hey! And he's flat-footed, technically. So. All right. Yeah, the color spray, fucking good. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to use this early in the fight, but 14 points of damage. Stun doesn't impair your movement, does it? Uh, let me see. Nope. Okay. 14 points of damage. Oh, the stun creature does drop everything held, so he would have dropped oh, his... Oh, shit. Uh, he would have dropped... Yeah, okay, so there's a little... Oh, oh, yeah, I got this convenient blue dot right here. There's a wand there. Oh. Uh, there's a good chance the wand falls through the floorboards and <laughs> no, into and the water. Forever. Let me let me roll. I'm gonna say there's about 50% floorboards here. <laughs> so 50% floor. And I'm gonna go with the higher is the favorable for you. The wand fell and sort of clacked onto the boards and landed so that it's facing like like the tip is is hanging on one board and the back of it is mostly on another board. <laughs> nice. So it's here. Um, and he took 14 points of damage. Yes, he did. Oh boy. That's, that's spicy. You watch as you just cut into this clothing uh, or stab through the clothing. Uh, there's like leather armor underneath that you just pierce right through. And this like, <gasps> Gasp uh, uh, comes out of his lungs, and uh, and he sort of, oh dear, oh, dear me, Gadrin, Gadrin, uh, giggles, giggles, help, giggles, blue. You're sure talking a lot for a free action during a round. I have six seconds worth of talking that I can do. I said all of this really fast. I was a, once a really good rapper and back in my day. <laughs> what is the Unia doing? Unia is going to move up. Now I can see you again. They're going to stand back uh, and prepare to heal anybody if they need it. I need to roll a perception to detect the sounds of combat. Nope. The sounds of combat. No one's coming to help you. Lenore says, oh, yeah, nobody notices uh, in a little bit of a of a feral kind of way. 
Um, okay. All right. Unia goes there. They do not have anything that they can cast at the moment. Uh, and so next would be Ophelia. Siren. Siren. Lenore is kind of standing in the way. Uh, yeah. Now, th- I would say that he has total cover from you there. Yeah. Because you have a friend here and a wall there. Um, I'm trying to figure out how much more movement I have left to go. Where did you come from? Uh, <laughs> where did I come from? Where did you go? Right here. Uh, Siren will stand there and sort of look at Lenore impatiently, and Lenore will look back at her and shrug. <laughs> like, I, I just sliced the guy. What do you want from me? <laughs> and back up at the top of the initiative order, we have Damien. Uh, now, if Damien moves over here below the boardwalk, can he see into the building? Uh, no, because this is a fairly steep drop off here. Okay. Like you're going basically down five feet for every foot, that, every square that you move. Yikes. Here. That's yeah, it's, it's pretty slick. No, that's um, fine. That's fine. Damien is, um, can, can you cast darkness on a willing person? It says object in the description. I would say you could cast it on an object on the uh, object on a willing person's cool. person. I am going to cast darkness on Lenore's Fauchard, dropping dim light in the area to darkness and bright light to dim light. Oh boy. This causes an object to radiate darkness out to a 20 foot radius. This darkness causes the illumination level in the area to drop one step from bright light to normal light. Oh, I'm sorry. From bright light to normal light, from normal light to dim light, or from dim light to darkness. The spell has no effect in an area that's already dark. Um, all creatures gain concealment in dim light, uh, provided you don't have dim light vision. Uh, and all creatures gain total concealment in darkness, provided you don't have dark vision. Um, etc, etc. Okay. Non-magical sources of light, such as torches and lanterns, do not increase the light level in an area of darkness. Uh, I always thought that darkness actually made things dark. Yeah, it, it turns out it doesn't. It makes things a bit dimmer. Uh, which, so what I'm basically doing- But it's darkness here because it's already low light. So, so it's darkness. Where were you? Where are you? Well, in in the area where you're radiating darkness, it will be dark now. Okay. Because it's it's low light because it's twilight. Okay. Um. Even in the area here where it's lit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's dark there now. Ah. Uh, okay. I don't know why it's. <laughs> okay. Um. That that would that would change my strategy a little bit. <laughs> um. Oh wait 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 wait. It's Lenore. Wait, Lenora has dark vision, right? Yeah, yeah, no, but Ophelia doesn't. <laughs> ah. Yeah, yeah, it's dark there. Yeah, no, I thought it was lit in there and it would be dim light and then Ophelia would be able to stab. Oh, 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 it is lit in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yeah, it would now be dim light in there. Okay, good. Lenora's going to look back at, or I'm sorry, uh, Siren is going to uh, clap Damien on the shoulder and say, good job. Oh, and uh, as a bonus action, Damien is going to uh, use an Arcana point to plus one his chakram. And we're now back up to uh, our good friend here in red, uh, as he sort of is fumbling around, it fumbling around at his hip. He's going to draw a dagger, the move action, and stab in the direction of where he was attacked. If he's still stunned, can he take action? Oh no, he can't. He's still stunned, isn't he? Yep. All right. You see him him sort of stagger this way. Uh, actually, let's see. Who would he go to? Uh, and uh, you watch as he's sort of like, <laughs> he reaches for the door. Uh, and you could take an attack of opportunity because he's sort yep. of, he can't really five foot step because he's blinded. He's sort of fumbling for the doorknob. 
Hey, 13. You hit. All Roll right. damage. I think you get him. 11 points of damage. And you watch as he slumps against the door, unconscious and bleeding. And at that point, we will leave initiative. Ah. All right. Because How long does he darkness... failed to to alert anyone else? So we're gonna we're we're gonna hustle a little bit. Uh, Damien will tell everybody that they need to hustle a little bit using that exact phrasing, um, and we will. Okay. So uh, let me describe what you find on the guy's body. Yes. Uh, you've already found a wand. You find three uh, flasks of acid. This guy likes acid. He does. Um, a thunderstone. Uh, acid flasks can be thrown as a splash weapon. All right. Um, nice. That do acid damage. Good. As you might, ex- as you might expect. Um, can we figure out what the wand is right now, or will that take a little bit more time? Um, I would need to check what the action to identify a magic item is. Let me see. It might take a little while. If so, we'll just hustle. Uh, you would probably need to cast Detect Magic and, and identify stare the... stare at it for some time. Yeah, let's let's not do that. This darkness is only going to last a minute. Uh, Damien will hold on to the wand for now, uh, and the rest of... We also got a Thunderstone, which is a thing that can be thrown. It's basically a flashbang. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Lenore will hand the throwing stuff off to Ophelia. You can throw a, a flask of acid as a splash weapon with a range increment of 10 feet. A direct hit. I'm just going to put this as a description on the item. Boop, there you go. Uh, a direct hit deals 1d6 points of acid damage. Every creature within 5 feet of the point where the acid hits takes 1 point of acid damage from the splash. You have that now. All right, Ophelia is going to hold on to that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damien will hold on to the wand of who knows what. You also find leather armor. Uh, it would take a little bit of time to get the leather armor off of him. Eh. Dagger, a light crossbow. Oh, I'll take the light crossbow. Ten bolts, a brass key. Oh yeah, I'll take that. An iron key. I will take both of those. And key. a rather nice garnet amulet. And let me describe this room for you. A wooden desk sits in one corner of this room. Its side uh, preventing the western door from opening all the way. The table is heaped with dozens of slate boards covered with chalk scrawls, uh, while to the east, a cabinet slouches against the wall. Okay. Um, Do we have time to go through the cabinet, or should we just proceed on about how long would it take to go through the cabinet? Uh, I'd say probably about a minute. Eh, all right, let's continue. Uh (laughs) All right, which way would you like to go? All right. Two doors, (laughs) a room diverged, made of wood. (laughs) Which door would you like to go through? Well, I am going. Let's let's uh, have uh, Lenore uh, open up this door here, and uh, Unia watch the rear. Are you doing so stealthily? Uh sure. Yes. Roll uh, stealth then. All Are right. you raging? Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't think you can do it stealthily. All right. Yeah. I mean, we're we're taking this place by storm. Okay. So you bust <laughs> open the door and. You would recognize that you are on some sort of catwalk. And let me describe what the... This is a very large room. The floor on the area below is slick with river water, bits of seaweed, and fish blood. And the air is thick with the accompanying scents. Wooden catwalks uh, on the north and south allow access 
between the western part of the fishery and the floor of the of the room, which is ten feet lower. A wide opening in the floor uh, to the south allows direct access to the sloppy, muddy water of the Jagari River, a further three feet down, while to the northwest stand an immense, eight-foot-tall wooden vat, its sides caked and waterproof with tar. Inside is a foul-looking mixture of chum, river water, and who knows what else. Uh... To the east are stacked many barrels and crates, each with a fish painted over it. Over a dozen small hammocks hang from the catwalks, each with its own ratty blanket and pillow. Oh. And on the floor below, you can see a number of children. Oh, no. There are five children in here. And you will note that as you open the door, the half-orc man over here was in the process of holding this child here by the arm and, and berating him, yelling about how he needs to get to work and his production is woefully behind his co-workers, and that if he doesn't get his shit together, there'll be a lashing in it for him. But as you open the door, he goes, Better yet, why don't you fight them and prove your worth? Oh, heck no. Lenore's gonna shout, We're here to save you! He's gonna make an intimidate check. Can Lenore make a diplomacy check? Uh, in a moment... Let's roll for initiative again. Alrighty. Alright, so Lenore got a... Nine. <laughs> uh, I continue my... Uh, <laughs> my pattern of rolling extremely badly. <laughs> Ophelia has got a... 16. Damien! Hey, Damien! Damien has a, an 18. Uh, and Unia has... A one. <laughs> oh, no! Unia, um... They don't really know what's going on. Unia tries so hard and got so far. Yeah. Well, it's okay if the cleric goes last. As the door is broken open, one of the kids immediately like looks up at you. Uh, You can see the kid was the kid was like hauling a net out of the out of the uh, river and just sort of looks up at you. Uh, uh, We're going to say this is a girl uh, about uh, probably nine years old. She just looks up at you and looks at Giggles and is kind of stunned for a moment. Likewise, this this kid here sort of is holding a pitchfork that they were using to sort of like move like large piles of fish around. They look at their pitchfork. They look at you. Uh, they're like, uh, and Giggles over here. <laughs> Jessica, (laughs) well, if you want to get something done, best do it yourself. Giggles is going to take a move action to pull a longbow out. Oh, boy. Actually, pull a longbow out while moving. Oh, crud. All right. And I believe he's going to start going up these steps. And he's going to hold a shot because he doesn't really, I don't think he really has a shot to you. Damien. Unaw- He's going to hold a shot. Damien, unaware that he has lost initiative, uh, is going to run out in the dim light. Uh, also unaware that half-orcs have dark vision. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, oh, yeah, it's dim light. The kids the kids can't really see much. Uh, okay, that's 45 feet away. What is my... Oh, so? Um, hold on. Before you resolve that, let me resolve his held attack. All right, I have an AC of 15. 16 to hit. Well, you hit. 
Uh, unless, um, does do I have concealment in the dim light? No, he no. has dark vision. All right. Uh, so you take four points of damage. Okay. Damien screams as an arrow pierces his shoulder. Uh, Damien is going to move. Uh, can I move within 30 feet of giggles? Uh, I think I can. And Damien is going to chuck his chakram uh, at giggles. Uh, that is a plus four to attack because I arconid it. So, uh, do I have point blank precise shot? I don't know. Do you? No, I do. Uh, for those of you listening at home, one of the things that 17. I have done is combine a lot of feats that sort of just take up time and level progression are kind of dull. Uh, and one of those is point blank shot and precise shot. 17? 17 will hit. Exactly. Right. Nice. Congratulations. You found the AC. So that'll do 1d8 plus zero. Uh, so let me roll. Uh, oh, 1d8 plus one, actually, because it's been enhanced. And uh, one for uh, being within 30 feet, I believe. Thank you. 1d8 plus two. Ah, three, three damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and let me roll a perception real quick. Let's see if this guy notices the sounds of combat. The sounds of combat. Of combat. Probably. With an interposing door, but also openings. Hmm, we'll see. Ophelia. Okay, Ophelia's gonna take out this light crossbow that she just got, which I don't have the stats for yet, but everybody had it off to her because she didn't have a ranged attack option. And she's gonna uh, run out. That's just a, a plus dexterity to hit. Uh, plus dexterity plus base attack bonus. That'll be a uh, plus five. Uh, so she's gonna Damn. shoot a crossbow bolt at Giggles and missed. Now it's another kid's turn. Kid sort of, um, this kid was sort of moving some stuff around trying to, like, chuck things up into the, like, vat here. And the kid sort of looks up and sort of follows these weapons that are flying over his head. Uh, he's gonna, we're gonna say this is a kid of probably about, he's a boy, 10 years old. Uh Uh-huh. He is also in sort of this stunned silence. Lenore. Lenore is going to run up here. Uh, in front of Damien and um, chuck a javelin at Giggles. Okay. How many rounds have you been raging? Uh, this would be the third round, I think, because we just ran right in here from the last. Hey! Natural 20. Get a roll to confirm. 13 to confirm. 13 will not confirm. All right. Uh, unfortunately. So that does 1d6 plus 3 damage. Hey! 8 damage done to Giggles. Oof. Ouch. You, you watch as, as this javelin sails through, connects with giggles, and he says, <laughs> You shouldn't tickle me like that. <laughs> I get a little crazy. <laughs> Fun and edgy one. This kid here, a six-year-old girl, also kind of sits in stunned silence for a moment. All the kids are sort of watching, like... Are you going to kill Giggles? Like. <laughs> Unia is going to step over the body of Yargan Balko uh, and over to Damien, and Unia is going to cast Cure Light Wounds. Uh, that is a 1d8 plus 1. Hopefully, they roll average. <laughs> Damien heals three points of damage of the four that he took. Oh, can, um, can Lenore give me a perception check? Actually? Yes. 13. 
Yeah, Lenore, from somewhere through this, this like little porthole here in the uh -huh. wall, you hear, uh, here, boy. Rain, are you going to make me kill a dog? Maybe. <sighs> I don't fucking know. Paizo, first adventure, all, first, first look, fight, always kill dog. Look, first fight, we have children and dogs. Uh, <laughs> Which are you going to kill, the children or the dog? On this turn, this kid, this kid moves up here with a pitchfork and is actually going to double move. Braced, like, clearly not about this. Actually, you, you spoke to the children already, right? Yeah, uh, Lenore said we're here to save you. Roll diplomacy check. All right, that is a plus two. Actually, I'll move one back because if you, it depends on what your diplomacy is. This is an I'm not the party face diplomacy check yep. of ten. <laughs> okay, yeah, the kid moves up with a uh, with a pitchfork, and this kid over here is going to also grab pitchfork. Actually, the kid would move would not stand right up next to you. The kid would get get to here with the pitchfork, and this kid is going to. Also move. Sort of, they're trying to block the way, uh, and the, you see them sort of like looking back at Giggles, like, "See, we're we're doing it, we're doing it." I do think it's very nice that they gave us a bunch of ranged attack options in this room before we came into this room. <laughs> Giggles is going to attack at uh, Lenore, who I believe was the one that did, did the most damage. Yep, Lenore uh, has. Well, she's raging. Has an AC of uh, fifteen. Yep, gonna miss. And then he's going to continue moving this way. Damien. All right. Damien uh, is going to spend an Arcana point to spell combat. Uh, oh, boy. And is going to... Tell me what spell combat is. Spell combat is a Magus thing where you do, a as a full round action, you do a regular weapon attack and cast a spell. Oh, fucking boy. So at a minus two penalty. At a minus yes. two penalty. Mm-hmm. It's essentially your two weapon fighting with magic. Can I bonus action also uh, charge up my uh, my throwing cards with an Arcana point? Yeah, that would be that would be the Arcana point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll charge the cards, um, and I will uh, Damien will throw a card. Um, so that's plus two minus two. So we'll just do a flat roll. Can you do all this at level one? Yeah, I yeah. guess you can. Yeah. Fuck. Plus two, minus two, so yeah. that's that's just a regular There's roll. There's a lot of shit you get so at level one. So these throwing cards are also masterwork, so that's a plus four to the roll. Um, Jesus. Ten. Nope. All right, and I'm going to acid splash. But I imagine this card goes and embeds in the wall yeah. behind Giggles. Yeah, and I'm going to acid splash, so we'll roll for that one. I will do a ranged touch attack. Fifteen. Um, yeah, that's definitely going to hit touch. All right, one D3 acid damage, not two D3, one D3. Ah, uh, one point of acid damage. <laughs> now and now. So acid just shoots across the. Uh, it shoots across the. Shoots full of fish. Slurry. <laughs> there's basic. So basically, what you're seeing in like this area, like right here, there's just these shoots feeding into this tank from a room over here. Uh huh. And it's just this just disgusting, foul-smelling slurry of fishy substance. Some of the acid sort of like splashes against uh, giggles. 
uh, and you you listen as sort of the giggle, his laughter turns, um, in no way inspired by the new Joker movie, uh, <laughs> it, from like this, this like, <laughs> to almost a pained laughter as he's, <laughs> good um, lord. The guy clearly, like you get the feeling he doesn't want to keep laughing, but is still laughing. Uh, uncontrollably laughing. All right. Now this thunderstone, does it do damage? Nope. Okay, but it deafens. So. All right. Uh, I'm I, I'm trying to figure out if it would be better for uh, for Ophelia to throw one of these flasks that she has rather than try to keep hitting with this uh, crossbow. So from here, she has a better chance of hitting with the uh, crossbow still. Okay. So uh, yeah, Ophelia is going to shoot the crossbow again. Oh, dang. It's actually a uh, plus five. Oh, is, is anybody else attempting to uh, convince the children not to fight them? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, siren uh, and her siren persona. Don't worry. We're here to help you. Diplomacy check. Uh, all right. So that's it with a plus seven. Oh, come on. The kids are cowed into this, like, need to fight you to survive. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely seems, you know, clearly heart's not in it. Yeah. But all right. They are gonna. They're 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 getting ready to attack at you. All right. Uh, Ophelia then is going to uh, take a five foot step this way, uh, and then can I still fire at giggles from here? Um. Generally, I ignore soft cover, but there are three people between you and giggles. Okay. So, so actually, I will, I'll, I'll stay. Yeah. I'll stay here. That would be fine. All right. So so there is a rule uh, where if you're firing through another person's square, you get, that person gives soft cover. Now, I generally, because each of these squares is five feet by five feet, I tend to be like, if you're competent with using a ranged weapon, you don't have to calculate for that. Unless you're firing through the square of a creature that's bigger, or you're firing past one or more people. Uh, I miscalculated her ranged attack bonus earlier. I forgot that uh, people generally have a base attack bonus of one at level one, and that Damien is an exception to this being a, or no, wait, Damien's not an exception to this. I, I don't know why I thought that. Oh yeah, Damien is an exception to this right now, but Ophelia, oh, is also an exception. <laughs> all right, all uh, right. Yeah, basically the only people that have, that have uh, plus one to their BAB at this level are full marshals. <laughs> Okay. So it should only be Lenore, I believe. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, so I didn't miscalculate. I calculated correctly her attack bonus with the uh, crossbow earlier, so it's a plus four. So let's see. For Pete's sake, I rolled a seven. Lenore, or Ophelia does not hit with the crossbow. And then Ophelia is going to take a, take a step uh, or two this way. Hide behind your friends. Yep. Okay. Um, this kid here clearly cannot get up to you, so is going to pull out a dagger while moving this way to get a better aim at you. Kind of sizes you guys up, aims with a dagger, and he's going to throw at the... Who is the least armored person? Damien. Yeah, going to try to throw it at Damien uh, uh, and yeah. fail miserably. He watches this kid, like like, steps back. Pulls this, like, it's clearly, like, a knife meant for, like, pairing fish. Yeah. Uh, and throws it, and it sails just right past Damien, hits the wall, and falls to the ground. Damien It doesn't look, even, like, embed in the wall or anything like that. Damien looks at the kid and goes, oh, honey. <laughs> Lenore. 
All right, gonna chuck another javelin at Giggles. Uh, five. Ouch, no, that's gonna be a miss. Level one, level one. And then can Lenore try to jump down to this level? Uh, I think it's 10 feet up. Let me check. Yeah, you said it was 10 feet up when we came in. Ah, great. So I will try to make uh, an acrobatics. Oh no. <laughs> I will try to, fail. Make, to make an acrobatics check. Oh, also um, that's, this spends another round of okay, rage. So you are going to take uh, 1d6 of fall damage. Uh, well, uh, I haven't tried yet. Oh, 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 I thought that was the roll. No, no, that was the that was the two hit roll on okay, a. Yeah, go ahead, and try your acrobatics. Okay, hold on, I need to mark down a. As essentially, or you can climb either one. My climb is considerably better. Because uh, like like it's there there's you know there's struts and things and it's slippery. I will tell you that it's it'd be it it'd be a difficult climb. Okay. Well. We will try There's to... There's like a layer of nope. fishiness. All right. So, so, for, you... so for reference, my last four rolls have been three, seven, two, and four. But yeah, you go to like gracefully dive and do not do so. Uh, you are going to fall to the ground. Uh, you will be prone and you're going to take 1d6 of damage. Uh... Ouch. This is how Lenore dies. Uh, Stabbed to death by children. Um, okay, so um, with Blood Rage, I have some extra HP. So you're going to be at nine? Yep. Yep, well, there you go. All right. Uh, can I use the rest of my movement to get up from prone? Yes. All right, I will stand up. Yes, you can. What are you wielding? I am wielding my faux shard. I'm going to choke up on it. Great. Uh, okay, and speaking of uh, what weapon you're wielding, this kid is wielding a pitchfork. Uh, they are going to stab at you and fail, you basically watch as this kid just kind of suggests a pitchfork at you. <laughs> um, it is a negative two to hit. Aw, sweetheart. Not even counting the concealment. Not even, yeah, not even counting concealment. I'm not, I'm not choking up on the faux shard. I'm not, no, that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> I also had no movement to do it, so. This one, this kid is going to Five foot step up and also try to stab at you with a pitchfork. Negative five to hit. Nope. <laughs> what? Is your AC not negative five? This is a weird reversal of most Pathfinder experiences. Yeah. Uh, Wait till you find out what their AC is. <laughs> Unia. Unia. Uh, what can Unia do? Uh, Unia is going to try to diplomacy the kiddos. Children. We are not here to hurt you. We are here to rescue you from your captors. Uh, and uh, we'll try to roll that. Please, dice gods, please. 15. After, as you guys have been trying to rally these kids um, and they've been just failing to hit you, you watch as they sort of, uh, they sort of like are looking back and forth. Unia finally speaks up. Join us. There are more of you than there are of them. This this kid here uh, goes, You there, Harold, grab the broom. <laughs> and uh, and sort of points Harry, to- Harry, grab your broom. We're going to fly out We're of here. We're going to fly out. I have a broom of flying. I've completely disrupted your wealth by level. <laughs> and this kid uh, is going to run over here and grab a broom and then continue moving, running for giggles. Ah, yes. 
Let's move, let's move, grab broom, and that's it. Giggles, not liking this, is gonna go, <laughs> Kitty, Kitty should be well behaved, otherwise we'll get Daddy Gatron. Uh, and is going to drop the bow and pull out the flail. Oh no. And he's oh, going- Oh no, this is so much worse. <gasps> yeah. He's gonna hit the kid with the flail. <gasps> um, let me check something real quick. Are you checking whether or not he's doing non-lethal damage? He, oh, I'll tell you what. He's doing non-lethal damage. Oh, thank God. Because these kids are valuable. <laughs> and he just straight up murders the kid. <laughs> so he takes his... Oh, is he power attacking? Hold on. Shoot. He should be power attacking. Oh, my word. Let me apply power attack if I haven't already. Oh, my word. Minus one. Plus two. <laughs> oh, no. And he just smacks the kid across the crown of his head with the yeah, flail. Yeah, with a flail. And you watch as this kid just boom sideways into the door. Lenore screams in rage and terror and makes a noise that is just quite, I, that I'm not going to do because it would kill my throat. <laughs> and he just keeps laughing. Damien. All right. Second verse, same as the first. A whole Fi lot louder, but a whole lot worse. Five foot step spell combat on Giggles. We're going to throw a... Oh, no. Wow. All right. Hold on. Do we, do we want me to roll to confirm the Yeah, fumble? roll to confirm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, fine. Now. <laughs> you don't fumble. Okay. Damien misses with a throwing card. Again... Uh, so we're just, I'm just gonna mark, I, I need to keep track of that ammo. Uh, and I'm gonna, uh, Acid Splash again. And so I'll roll that as well, so that's a plus three. Seven. Against Giggles' touch AC. I think that's, I think that's still gonna, yeah, it's still gonna pass that. It's, it's gonna... No, 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 it's not gonna hit him. Okay, okay. okay. I, I was, um... <laughs> alright. Nice try, Damien. Uh, it's okay. You color sprayed the guy who was going to warn everybody, and that was that was clutch. We forgive you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Ophelia. Ophelia Siren is going to change tax and is going to one two double move uh, to get to where Giggles is, but is going to hold back. Uh, does the does it look like the flail has reach? No. Okay. Ophelia is going to uh, move back. Uh, she'll get ready to attack next round. <laughs> okay. This kid is rallied, uh, seeing his friend uh, get knocked out. He's going to run over with his with uh, the end of his uh, the end of his pitchfork, and he's going to try to trip. Kiddo. Giggles. Oh my gosh. He does decently. Yeah, so this kid runs over and knocks Giggles' legs out from under him. <laughs> and Giggles is now prone. <laughs> Lenore. Lenore uh, is going to uh, run around over to here. Uh, as she passes kid, she's going to go, proud of you. Good job. Uh, and choke up on her faux shard and uh, and do a do a stab at the prone giggles. Yes. Uh, 
She's still raging, but you can see she's flagging a little bit. Sweat's pouring down her face. Uh, and uh, so this is a plus six to hit. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen to hit. Prone. Yes. All right. I do believe so. 1d10. Or is that with the prone bonus? Nope. I did yeah. not add the prone bonus. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, total of 19 to hit. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely hit. All right. Plus. Give me some damage. Oops. 1d10. Are you power attacking? Uh. Oh. Uh. Oh, Lenore can do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would have been power attacking, I guess. Okay. So, uh, minus one. So, 18 to hit total. Um. So, just add two to your damage. Okay. The other thing, I give everybody power attack and deadly aim for free because, you know, it's not hard to hit harder. <laughs> oh, well, it's a good thing that I power attack because I rolled a one and on damage. you so reduced nine. Giggles to zero hit points. Giggles is now staggered on the ground. And with that, one of these kids is going to <gasps> move up, standing over the body of their friend. And is just going to slide a dagger between his ribs. Oh my gosh. We're gonna try, rather. Oh my gosh. Natural <gasps> oh my 20 gosh! confirmed uh, for minimum damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is minimum damage in this case is uh is two. Okay. <laughs> um Doesn't, doesn't kill him. Actually, I feel like, I feel like it should have been more than that. Uh, but <laughs> was the kiddo power? Oh yeah, it was, one, it was one on. It was one on the. No, kiddo would not have been power attacking because kiddo does not know how to power attack yet. <laughs> does and by which I mean kiddo does not have a base attack bonus of one. <laughs> yeah, no. That's the kiddo cool. comes over and just goes. Fuck you and just stabs into this guy's chest. And you watch as <gasps> blood pools out, mingling with the fish oil and and muck on the ground. Gross. And he's just, he's bleeding out. All right. And then, the ki- then this kid leans over his friend and sort of like rubs at his head. And is like, hey, you, you, Harold, you okay? Harold? Um, you, you hear, uh, like, the, the kid on the ground lets out a groan. Oh. Oh. Kiddo. Are you, and, and, uh, these kids sort of go like, are you here to save us? Yeah, we're here to save you. Okay. Lenora's um, grinning. There's, um, there's, there's another in the room over there. And sort of points to the room to the south of you. We're gonna get them too. Okay. Um, and the kids, um, with that, the kids are mostly going to like, like, look to you like, ooh. Uh, and, and a few of them are just gonna run. Yeah. And they just run. We're gonna remove these kids from here. These these two, they're gonna stay. We have, uh, I believe, four rounds left on the darkness, uh, and Lenore's gonna drop out of rage uh, with one round of rage left. <laughs> okay. 
yeah, so she'll be fatigued for five rounds here. Um, so we're we'll just, take a little bit of time yeah, now. we're going to take just a little bit of time. Make sure giggle, uh, make sure giggles is really dead. Uh, so the darkness will fade then. Um, and, uh, so you can turn off that aura. Ophelia is going to come over and give giggles, uh, a coup de grace. Uh, so that's a plus four. Oh, it automatically hits for a coup de grace. Um, so that's a 1d8. Uh, minus one. Oh, come on. <laughs> Ophelia chops ineffectually at Giggles' neck. <laughs> Doing three points of damage. He watches, draws another raspy breath. Uh, why would he die? I mean, it is an automatic crit. Oh, oh, okay. So you can roll, roll again. But uh, I don't think you kill him. <laughs> Five. Why won't he die? He's really mean. Uh, so Damien's gonna come down off the catwalk. Uh, double move. Unia's gonna come down off the catwalk. Double move. Lenora's gonna lean against the, uh, the, the railing here for a few rounds. Um, uh, I would say that after, like, a little bit, one of the kids runs back. Uh, and, uh, goes to goes to Lenore uh, and is holding something wrapped in like parchment paper. What's this kiddo? It's, it's, uh, it's my, uh, they, they give us these if we're good. Uh, and unfolding it, you would find a tiny piece of a, of a sweet roll. Thank you. No, and then the, no, thank, thank you. The kid just runs just out up the up the stairway out the door you're gonna make me cry here yeah um damien is gonna pull out uh a potion of cure light wounds uh and hand it to lenore uh maybe you can wipe or uh, wash down the sweet roll with this uh yeah Thanks. Where did you get this? Oh, you know, uh, sometimes the storerooms at the college are a little too full, and uh, sometimes you just gotta uh, take what you find in the storeroom. Uh, and um, yeah. so Lenore will heal one d eight plus one, or what is the what is the normal modifier for a, a potion of cure light? It's just plus one. Plus one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You do the minimum caster level for the spell. All right. Lenore so. heals four points and is back up to full. Full. Yay! Yeah, that's good. Okay. Gotta love that unchained rage. Okay. There you go. Um, giggles. <sighs> gonna make some. Uh, L Lenore. Uh, is <laughs> now Unia. Unia is gonna come over. Uh, and they are going to also take their anger out on the dying body of Giggles. Um. Oh, uh, Siren will politely step out of their way, uh, and Unia is also going to try to attack. They only have a plus one to attack because they don't get wisdom to attacking yet, so we'll... Oh yeah, but it automatically hits and it automatically crits. Uh, so we'll just do a full round. Oh, this gentleman over here is bleeding out. Um, uh, what, what are this? All right, this is 1d8 plus three because power attacking. Uh... All right, and this is where we're probably going to end it for the night. Unia does uh, eight points of damage to Giggles. 
See that fort's there. Minimum, Stays alive. Minimum damage on the crit. Uh, Damien, having picked... I think... <laughs> how, how much damage have you dealt now? Uh, eight with both of those. Okay, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dead now. Unia finally kills him. Uh, and... and um, with that... Uh, let me read off some loot, and then we will call it for the night. Alrighty. So, from Giggles, you gather three potions of Cure Light Wounds. Okay. Chainmail. A composite longbow with a plus three strength rating. Oh. Mm. 20 arrows. A flail. And 72 gold. Flail, chainmail, and 72 gold. Nice. Uh -huh. uh, from the kids that ran, do, 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 you get three three kids ran, you get a dagger, you get three daggers and three pitchforks. All right. <laughs> and the other, the other kids would also offer you their pitchforks, not their daggers. <laughs> uh, we will politely refuse the pitchforks. <laughs> And sort of stack them. Uh, well, we'll toss them out the window, uh, or yep. something. Okay. And we'll right. pick up next time with the rest of Gadrin's lair. <laughs> Murder, saving children, saving children from being murdered. Yep. I hope you like this this episode uh, of Curse of the Crimson Throne, which featured things like hitting children with flails. <laughs> Welcome to the Curse of the Crimson Throne, by the way. <laughs> I hope you like the morality here. Thanks for listening to this episode of To Have and To Roll. To get the latest episodes and check out things like the character sheets and art, follow us on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. That's T-O-Have and T-O-Roll. Or on Tumblr at tohaveandtoroll.tumblr.com. We're now up on iTunes. The link is in the description. Please rate and review us so that we can get up on the boards for new tabletop podcasts. We love this game and we are so excited to share it with all of you. We're also up on Google Play and Spotify, or if you want to get new episodes directly in your inbox, you can subscribe to the RSS feed. That link is also in the description. Join us next time as the party confronts the detestable Gadrin Lamb in session two, Into the Underpier. These four people, all being sort of the adventurous sort, all went to the place mm -hmm. and met a lady named Zalara. <laughs> Boy, it's good that they did. Yeah, Imagine the game if they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome no, to the Curse no, of the Crimson no, Throne. No, Lenore, what do you do? Now I'm just imagining that she sent out stuff to like 20 different people and these are the only four who responded. <laughs> <laughs> Please RSVP <laughs> at your earliest convenience. <laughs> That'd be like organizing a Pathfinder game. <laughs> so previously on To Have and To Roll. Um, previously on To Have and To Roll. Four people from different walks of life, four different settings, different, different, different situations. Life, different settings and different situations. <sighs> this, is, <sighs> this is like the that 
that recording device that plays your voice back to you on like this a two like second delay and plays makes your voice it impossible you for you to two continue second to talk and makes it impossible for you to continue to talk <sighs> what was i saying now what was i saying <laughs> no stop <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dice know which of my characters i'm most excited to play and is very, very interested in making sure they die.